Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Nothing to start up today. It's a boring day. Nothing's going on in uh, in the world. Um, how are you doing there, Mr. Sambolino? I'm doing good. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I, I just love when Joni is so caught up in doing things that, you know, it, l- let me just give you a little glimpse into the radio. We have Megan Kelly coming on the show in a couple moments to talk about what's going on. But Joni's always like, I think it's very important that you let the viewers know that Matt and I are here, that Matt and I are participating in the show. So we get this extra microphone. We're all set up. And here we are. It's a big show. It's a Monday. We got a big week ahead of us. There's all kinds of news breaking all over the place. Some of it has to do with New York. Some of it doesn't. And here we are at 6.05 on a Monday evening. And there's an empty microphone. Joni is nowhere near it. She's just standing up. She's like playing around. I don't even know what's going on. But just, you know, what can I tell you, folks? You can't get good help anymore. Of course, she is the one who reached out to Megan Kelly. And Megan is the one. Um, uh, the uh, the so, uh, Anyway, I'm getting all these texts because I'm there's all these the people got fired today. Tucker Carlson, Don Lemon. I'm trying to figure out, you know, what's the proper protocol, what's the best way to go through things. Um, on the good news front, Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet. Now, Aaron Rodgers is a uh, a little bit of an old, he's a great football player, but he's, he's no longer a franchise football player. In other words, he's not someone who, I mean, he's not 28 and he's going to be here for a decade. Um, Sam Bellino, do you have any Aaron Rodgers uh, you know, feelings? The Jets are great at getting players past their prime, and this is just another fine example of that. Right. They did um, well, They did a couple of them, right? I mean, Boomer was no kid when he came here. Um, what right? about Am Brett Favre, his predecessor, predecessor right? Well, right? So. Brett, who's home? Hello, Alex. How hello, hello. Hi. Oh, hi, Caitlin. How are you? Okay, Caitlin's here. Are you going to help me out, Caitlin? Thank you. Caitlin, the, the third-year law student intern, is here. Joni can't get the get the light to work. It, it's okay, Joni. Joni, do me a favor. Come over and say hello. Since you're always giving me a hard time about not saying hello, just come and say hello. I mean, it's crazy. You give me a hard time about, I think you should introduce it. Yeah, you're on. Don't touch anything. You're on. Okay, say hi. just a lot of techie things going on today. Is that what it is? It is. And I want to be here for you. I'm Sounds like an excuse you, to me. You were supposed to be somewhere tonight, right? I was, and I, I am going late because this is more important. Okay. 
right now. When there's breaking news like this and when, you know, you make a little when you make a little phone. I'm not loud enough from the other side of the room. When you make a little phone call and Megan Kelly says, yes, she's going to be on the show. You jump. OK, so thank you Tony, for jumping. <laughs> um, so, look. Anyone doesn't know, uh, I was I, I think Megan and I were on Fox just about the same amount of time. I mean, I, I left in, um, well, I should just say it more accurately. They did not renew my contract in August of 2016 after I represented uh, Roger Ailes upon his departure from Fox News. And Megan left not that long thereafter. Um, so we both of us have a little insight into what used to go on there. What I do know now is that things there are very, very different. Um, to give you a little insight into Fox, um, when I started there in 2004, you know, they had only kind of achieved number one status maybe 24 months before that. They weren't like this perennial number one giant the way they are now. They were also, uh, I think, the newest. I don't know if it was between them and MSNBC, but CNN had been there forever. And, of course, the networks had been there forever. So they were kind of like the kids on the block. And I will tell you, it was a very, very family-oriented situation. I remember, so I was there from 2004 to 2016, and I remember the biggest, uh, you you know, even though I had popped in and out of other networks, I remember after being on Fox for a while, when I was representing Lawrence Taylor and I went on to today's show with Matt Lauer talking about sex crimes of all, of all things, I remember seeing how like stuffy and uptight and white shoe NBC was, which was known as like the liberal a- a- aspect of things compared to Fox, where Fox was much more relaxed, much more laid back, much more family oriented, much more team player-ish. Um, now, my understanding is since Roger Ailes has left and there's a new administration there and the, you know, the, the Roger Ailes left due to sexual harassment claims and then the others you know, left because of the same thing, Bill O'Reilly, um, others in management. By the way, you know, I was one of, I believe, 99 people um, whose contracts were not renewed after Roger left. We were considered F.O.R.'s, Friends of Rogers, or F.O.A.'s, Friends of Al's. Um, but apparently it's it's a very, very corporate white shoe environment now with a lot of people behind closed doors. There's not a lot of, like, mingling. There's not a lot of, like friendship you know I, I we used to go into Geraldo's office Geraldo had a bar in his office and like we would hang out and we, we it was it was a blast but those days of my understanding are long gone and you know Fox just had to turn over a a check for almost a billion dollars um and I don't know what happened we're going to talk to Megan Kelly right after this commercial and she could guess what happened my guess is they probably told Tucker Carlson, listen, you got to dial some of this rhetoric back because we're not stroking a check for another billion dollars. And my guess is he was like, no, I'm going to do the, my show the way I want to do it with integrity and this and that. And, and the wheels came off the cart. And look, he didn't even get a chance to say goodbye. Um, I was 
involved with, pretty intimately involved with Shepard Smith's departure from Fox News. And he was able to say goodbye. Um, he was able to, um, you know, have a, he had a beautiful ending to his show. Uh, nobody else in the building except two or three other people knew that this was happening. But, um, you know, they didn't tell Shep he couldn't say goodbye. And he, he gave a very memorable goodbye. Uh, I actually may play it in a couple of minutes. Um, Dan Bongino left or was fired. Tucker left or was fired. And Don Lemon at CNN. CNN not to be out there by Fox. According to him, you know, they called his agent and they didn't call him. We'll talk a little bit about whether that is the proper protocol. Um, if that's because it may be the proper protocol to tell the, the agent first. Um, but let's hear it from the source. Someone who's been there, someone who's had some ups and downs in the world of corporate television, Megan Kelly. She will be on the show momentarily. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Are you fed up with hair loss or weak, brittle hair? Invite Health would like to introduce you to Hair Enhance HX. This powerful bioactive formula targets the root causes of hair loss, like stress, hormone imbalance, and nutritional deficiencies, packed with clinically studied nutrients shown to increase hair strength and growth, formulated to target male and female pattern hair loss, with amino acids to strengthen hair and promote new hair growth. This comprehensive formula addresses the multiple causes of weak, brittle, and lackluster hair. Take advantage of this limited-time offer by one bottle of Hair Enhance HX as suggested retail and get the second bottle free. Contact Invite at 800-673-2345. That's 800-673-2345. Or go to invitehealth.com and use promo code HAIR. Are you ready to get to the root cause and finally see and feel a difference? Call now, 800-673-2345 for Hair Enhance HX. Let's face it, folks. We never know when someone is going to get ill in our family. It could be us. It could be a significant other. It could be a child who's still under your care. And those costs can be catastrophic. They can really put you into bankruptcy if you need to pay out of pocket for all the costs that are necessary. However, you may be entitled to be covered under Medicaid or Medicare or one of those plans that's why you need to meet with the, the lawyers at Connors and Sullivan. You know why? Because they've been doing this for 40 years. They've helped hundreds of people just like you, and they will make sure you do not face the dire news of financial hardship. So call Connors and Sullivan today for a free initial consultation with a lawyer. 718-238-6500. 718-238-6500. They have offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. It's never too late. The time to act is now. Call Connors and Sullivan today, 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. And after you speak to them, you'll be so glad that you did. Listen to AM 970, The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart or odyssey.com. Gone. Well, Tucker Coulson's gone. Don Lemon is gone. 
Um, and someone who took a break for a little while and is back stronger and more powerful. I forget what they used to say about the bionic man. We will rebuild him, make him stronger, faster. Well, she's better than than she's ever been. Um, the one, the only, the host of the Megan Kelly Show, Megan Kelly. Hello, Megan Kelly. How are you? <laughs> Hi, I'm great. How you doing? Oh, I, I'm I'm really great. I had a great weekend. Marianne's talking to me. The kids still love me. My parents are good. Everything is wonderful. God bless. So look at your crystal ball or your your past crystal ball. And Megan Kelly, tell us what do you ha- what happened? I mean, I know you don't know for a fact what happened, but you know what's Megan Kelly's guess on what happened with Tucker Carlson, basically the number one rated uh, cable news show or the cable show on television. Well, I almost never cite Gabe Sherman's reporting because in my experience, he's right 50% of the time and he's dead wrong 50% of the time. But he's been tweeting out some more details about the Fox thing with Tucker. And I happen to have some inside knowledge on it that confirms some of his reporting. So I'm going to believe the rest of it for tonight. And he's tweeting that Tucker was fired today by Suzanne Scott, the CEO, that she said it came from above and not much more than that. And that Tucker was surprised, was taken by surprise. His executive producer, Justin Wells, is also out, um, I believe, at, fired uh, along with Tucker. And I don't know the, the reason uh, that, that he hasn't yet produced that. And all I can guess, Arthur, is that it, this was ultimately just too much for the, for the Murdochs, that in the wake of Dominion, they're being threatened with shareholder lawsuits uh, there is some speculation, and this is in some of the reporting, that, um, that Tucker may believe this is all being done because the kids are going to take over the company, that they, or that they're going to they're going to sell it, that they want to sell Fox News, and they they want to get rid of you know Tucker, who's a lightning rod. That's Gabe Sherman again, his reporting. I don't know what the answer is, but I don't believe it has to do with AOC. I don't believe it has to do with the New York Times obsession with Tucker, and I actually don't believe it has to do with the Dominion lawsuit either, because Tucker was not if you were upset about what happened with dominion you'd be firing maria bartiromo and janine pirro not tucker tucker's one of the only ones who went out and saved them on that saying Sidney powell is a liar and i can prove it and don't believe her so clearly there was something else afoot and it's an earthquake in the media landscape but he will be 100 percent fine fox news is going to take a big hit he was the number one host on the channel the loyalty to him is fierce people are loyal to tucker in a way they weren't even to bill o'reilly and um i mean you're hearing if you look at the comments online in response to some of these posts about tucker's firing people are canceling their fox nation subscriptions people are saying great to have my evenings free now i think they will follow tucker i think tucker will do great if he decides to launch something independently and fox news is going to be made to pay did you see the drop in the shareholder the stock oh, value yeah. another billion I mean, dollars like, another billion dollars down the down the uh, pipes for uh, the Murdoch family yeah so I think he'll emerge just fine and I think you know not surprisingly the left-wing media will celebrate this as a wonderful moment they got Tucker's scalp you know they, this horrible lying racist is now booted off the airwaves and it's just not true like Tucker was the bravest man on television. Tucker was not a racist. Tucker said some incendiary things for sure. I'm not going to defend every word he ever uttered. But if you actually spent the time to pour into the the things he said that he was denounced as racist for, 
you'd be like, what? And the main thing was they said he was into replacement theory, that he was saying we were allowing all these immigrants to cross the southern border because they want to get rid of the whites. That's not what he said. He, he, like Ann Coulter, like many people in the Republican Party, believes the Democrats are keeping an open border because they want future Democratic voters. (laughs) It's not about race or replacing one with another. Anyway, they wanted him gone. They'll celebrate his departure, but Tucker will emerge more powerful and I think with more money in his pocket as a result of all this. Well, that's that. Well, I want to talk to you about that in a second. But um, there are reports that there was a um, a lawsuit by uh, Abby Grossberg, who was a yep. producer on his show. And it had to do with, you know, um, just a hostile work environment. You think that plays into this at all? I don't. You know how many of those they get? at Fox News. I mean, you (laughs) got a disgruntled producer who's throwing everything she can at Tucker to try to leave in a huff. She's been all over CNN. She's having her moment. And, you know, Tucker and Sean Hannity and one other talent were, they were sued, all of them were sued and accused of sexual harassment by two women a year plus, two years, can't remember the number, ago. Fox doesn't fire its talent because some disgruntled ex-employee sues and alleges terrible things that's not them rupert loves to fight those fights so i don't believe abby grossberg is alleging anything that upset them there are some rumors these are unconfirmed um that there may have been some sort of text exchange that may reflect negative comments by tucker about management that could have been unearthed in connection with that lawsuit or another one I don't know. I think the Murdochs have thicker skin than that and know that even top talent like Tucker might need the chance to just sound off in a text message about the boss. I just don't think Rupert's the kind of guy to say, oh, you said I was a bad man. You're fired. Do you um, so, obviously, you remember when, when when Glenn Beck was let go? Yes, although I think he denies that characterization. But, yes, I do very well. <laughs> it, 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 my understanding was that that had to do with Roger wanting Glenn Beck to dial it back a little bit, and he wouldn't. And I was on. I was wondering, in the light of the Dominion lawsuit, whether Tucker was asked to dial it back, and when he refused to do so, you know, he said, "Look, I'm going to report what I think is accurate and the integrity and of my newscast, and like, you know, if it happens to get Fox in trouble, and you know, so be it." I don't know. I, I, it does. It doesn't seem something's wrong here. Like you don't just fire a guy who's probably making you a lot of money. I'm assuming his advertising rates are pretty high, right? No, I don't think Tucker was bringing in a lot of money on the advertising front. I mean, I'll give you an example. When I hosted the Kelly File at nine, I know back then, which is 2016, 15 around there, we were pulling in over 100 million dollars a year in advertising just on my hour, and it was the top hour for advertising because. A lot of advertisers did not want to go on Bill O'Reilly's show where every other night they were asking if Obama was secretly a Muslim. I mean, they, they, well, they never, it's that, a Megan, problem we, for... Megan, we never asked yeah. that question? I don't remember. We didn't do that on, on uh, Kelly's court? No, that was not one of our things. <laughs> no, um, so, you definitely know, was the, not. Um, the, you can't get Mercedes-Benz <clears throat> or American Express if you're going to do that kind of a program. And this was definitely one of... Tucker's problems. He had 
you know, lower end with respect respect to, you know, who else is on Fox advertisers and the same ones over and over. So they didn't make their money on Tucker based on the ads. It was the fact that Tucker Tucker was like the reason to watch Fox News these days. Tucker is the reason people tuned in. People would say, I watch Tucker, not I watch Fox. People subscribe to Fox Nation so they could hear Tucker do a longer form interview, not because they wanted to see Steve Ducey cook. And no no offense, I like Steve Ducey, but you know what I'm saying. And um, I, I just think that that's where they made their money, by being able to go to the cable subscribers and say, you've got the Fox News channel. People love the Fox News channel. Why do they love the Fox News channel? Do they love whoever's on at three? I have no freaking clue who's on at three. Couldn't Martha tell you if I was dependent Ma- on it. Martha McCallum. All right, I like Martha, <laughs> but that's not why they watch Fox. They watch because of the stars, like him. So he would drive up the numbers they could charge from from you know people like Time Warner Cable and uh, Directv and you know your satellite I provider, you. all okay. that. That's how it worked. A little, a little inside baseball there. So obviously, Megan Kelly is a Tucker Carlson, and, and would you say fan? Do we go that far? I mean, you said a really a, lo- a lot of nice things about him. We are a fan. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a, a fan and a friend. I, listen, I will be honest. I don't. I haven't really watched cable news since I left. I, I just find the whole industry very toxic, and not that informational. But I've seen enough of Tucker's show, just clips or occasionally channel surfing, that I know the kind of talent he is. And I'm the person who recommended him for that slot when I left. And, you know, he would tell you that publicly and has said so publicly. So I just think he's incredibly brave. And it's not that Tucker always got it right on these issues that he would take on. But, you know, he's like single-handedly the reason people felt comfortable pushing back on some of the COVID overreaches early on. Everybody else is out there like, do your part. And Tucker was like, look at these fools shutting down beaches, cutting off basketball hoop nets. I mean, that was him. And pushing back on some of the early vaccine skepticism, but at the same time saying to the audience, this is serious. And flew down to Mar-a-Lago and said to Trump, this is serious. This is going to kill a lot of people. He, he was far more reasonable than he got credit for. And, um, I just think he's been very unfairly demonized. And I, I also have seen them do that to people like Bill O'Reilly. Forget the sexual harassment stuff, but they, they said Bill was a racist. They said I was a racist. They said Tucker was a racist. I'm sure they'll say whoever takes over at 8 p.m. now is a racist. Like, this is what they do to you when you get power in a role at Fox News. So I hope your audience knows to take these claims against him with a healthy grain of salt. Okay, now since you're in the business and you talked a little bit about business, I just learned a little bit from you. You said that Tucker will wind up, you know, better uh, than than he is now. As you know very well, you know the salaries. Let's just talk dollars and cents. The salaries in, in all across the cable news platform have really plummeted over the last decade. Um, yeah. How does a guy like Tucker Carlson now, you know, reinvent himself? Like, what does he do? Does he follow the Megyn Kelly? Uh, and I'm, I'm saying that with uh, co- in a complimentary way. Does he follow your your model that you've kind of set up? He should. Yeah, he should. That's what I would encourage him to do. Um, go on your own. Be independent. Don't answer to another corporate overlord. Tucker Carlson was not meant to have a boss. <laughs> I think the fact that he, he'd be the first to tell you he got fired from MS, CNN, and Fox <laughs> confirm my theory. Um, he should be on his own. You don't need these overlords anymore to, to reach your audience if you're a name like Tucker. He should essentially hang out his own shingle, to put it in legal terms. 
Um, you can launch this podcast tomorrow. I mean, when I launched my podcast, Arthur, I, I said to my therapist, I'm like, what if nobody listens? And he said, well, Doug and I will listen. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I got those two. Well, I got my and mother. I, I got my mother and my producer's mother. So I, I have at least, I have at least, I have, I, got, I have at least two. Yeah, you got those two. So, and he's like, in the next week, you'll have nine, and then you'll have. Anyway, I didn't know. I, I, it wound up becoming very successful. Now we're one of the top four news shows in the country, and the only ones who are ahead of us are the huge ones, like the New York Times, the Daily, and Ben Shapiro. But does that mean t- took me two years? Um, but Tucker has the advantage of going directly from his very successful number one show in primetime to potentially this this space, you know, podcast slash YouTube or Rumble, whatever you want to do. So I think, I mean, if if he comes over to podcasting and gets, I don't know, I Ben Shapiro gets, I don't know his numbers exactly, but let's say well over a million downloads a day, he, Tucker could easily beat that. He'll be making millions and millions of dollars. Okay. Uh, between the YouTube and the podcast. He could make eight figures. Megan, before I let you go, because I know, you know, you're a busy woman, and thank you so much for jumping on the air. I mean, as, as, soon, as, as soon as this broke, I said to Joan, my producer, I was like, boy, I'd love to get Megan on to talk about this. And, and here oh. you are. Don Lemon. Let's talk about Don Lemon real quick. I, I oh, want to yeah. ask you the logistics. He, he, he's complaining that no one came in and spoke with him, that they called his agent and then his agent told him. Is that the appropriate protocol in the industry or is there no protocol in the industry? How does that work when someone of Don Lemon who's been there, whatever, 17 years, is going to be let go? So I think it's not good that if if it's true, CNN's denying it. Uh, but if they called his agent and fired him through the agent without meeting with him directly, I think that's that's crappy. I think, uh, you know, Fox News would have called the talent in directly and it, reportedly, according to Gabe Sherman, that's what they did with Tucker. Um, I just think they, they owe you a face to face conversation and if they want to fire you and then you call your agent, then your agent calls and starts yelling at people. But that that if that's the way they handled it again, CNN's denying that um, that wasn't good. But who cares? I mean, that's really beside the point. Um, Don Lemon was living on borrowed time. <laughs> this firing is so overdue. I'm sorry. I know people don't want to hear you get up on your soapbox and say all the Don Lemon behaved badly in enough times in enough circumstances that I feel very comfortable sharing my opinion that this guy is a misogynist and has been for a long time. There's such a long list of examples, Arthur. I am not somebody who's out there talking about the patriarchy and this guy's a sexist and that guy's a sexist at all. But Don Lemon, when it's staring you in the face, you should acknowledge it. You know, that that the report about, you know, women in their prime, you know, they're not past their 20s or their 30s. Variety came out with this long report, which Lemon denied, but it detailed how he allegedly severely harassed Kira Phillips, his female co-anchor, back in like 2008. Uh, to the point where he bought a burner phone and was threatening her and they had to have HR look into it. And then they demoted him then and they pair him again with two other women who at various points are running off the set in tears. The whole staff's upset. He's had on-air moments of pettiness and snapping with them, referring to a mommy brain when a female anchor forgot her words. I mean, I could go on. Those are just the misogynistic remarks. Don't get me started on just the dumbass remarks. We'll be here all night. So <laughs> it was time. 
All right, Meg, I, I, before I let you go, I have to ask you, put your lawyer hat on. Um, I, I know it's all over your, your podcast and your YouTube channel, but talk to the, the listeners here in New York City. You know, there's a very local show about your thoughts on the Alvin Bragg v. Donald Trump, uh, you know, criminal charges. I just think he's embarrassed himself. This is just, it's a terrible lawsuit. I could I could walk you in great detail through why there is no election finance violation. That's how he made this into a felony and got past the statute of limitations. There is no colorable claim that Trump made any sort of illegal campaign contribution to his own campaign, either directly or through Michael Cohen. There just isn't. The bar to prove that you've made that kind of a contribution is so high and specific, they could never meet it. The long and the short of it is, they'd have to prove that 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 money that was paid to Stormy Daniels was the kind of payment that no one, not Donald Trump, no one would ever make under any circumstances unless unless they were running running for office. They cannot prove that. You used to be a so. New Yorker, so you used to be the person who lived in Manhattan who was able to vote for Alvin Bragg. So putting that hat on, does this, now, yeah, as you know, his, he was not enjoying a stellar ride as the Manhattan DA, but now that he put mean and evil and horrible to Manhattanites, uh, Donald Trump, you know, in a courtroom charging him with criminal charges, is Alvin Bragg now assured of being reelected? Oh, God, the truth is probably yes. I mean, the city went 87 percent for Joe Biden. And this is their mission. Number one is to get Trump. So, yeah, I mean, it probably was a smart political room move, but it was absolutely cynical and it was legally inappropriate. And I mean, if we had a bar that was willing to exercise its actual responsibilities, this guy should be disbarred. I mean, this is that's how bad this case is. It's such naked politics. Uh, I'm embarrassed for him. And if I were a Democrat wanting to see Trump go down, I'd be angry with him. He had the weakest case of the three that are out there. And now any other cases is just going to be looked at skeptically like, oh, God, they're just piling on. Why? Because Alvin Bragg blew it. He's, this case is not going anywhere. Um, maybe a Manhattan jury would, would convict him. But I really think there's a chance it could get thrown out in the papers. Uh, and I think even if he were to get convicted, it'd get reversed on appeal. And the other two cases, while I still don't think much of those, they're better than this. Certainly the one with Mar-a-Lago documents is better than this one. Definitely. So he, he ruined it. He ruined it for Democrats who want to get Trump, and he ruined it for those of us who still believe in the rule of law. And I hope for that, he'll probably be rewarded by those 87% Democrats in Manhattan. There you go. Now, well, you got it right from Megan Kelly. Megan, thank you so much. Thanks for having me on Kelly's Court during those crazy Trump uh, those crazy Trump days. I mean, I was down I there that it. day and it was, I mean, it's a day I'll never forget to be honest with you. And you know, uh, Harvey Weinstein, you know, had some press around him when DSK was there, there was some press, but I think if you put them both together, it wasn't the, the press of arresting a former president of the United States. So I was glad, you're, so you're glad really I was able like to share Forrest that Gump. with you. <laughs> you're like Forrest Gump. You are in the highlight reel of every big case and story we've had over the past 20 years. I can take it to the bank. Well, and I've shared a lot of those moments with you. So thank you, Megan Kelly. She is going to lay down the roadmap for Tucker Carlson's uh, next iteration. Thanks, Megan. Thanks for jumping on. I really appreciate it. Regards home to everybody. Great to talk to you. Bye, Ralph. See you soon. Bye. All right. We'll be right back after these messages. 
When Dr. Lederman came to New York from Harvard, 97% of women in New York were losing their breasts as breast cancer treatment, but 90% of Dr. Lederman's patients with breast cancer were keeping their breasts. Dr. Lederman, an outspoken advocate of breast-saving therapy, educated women about choices. To arm every woman about breast cancer, choices, breast-saving whenever possible and desired. When every hospital thought standard radiation was okay, Dr. Lederman had a better idea. Innovative Dr. Lederman first brought brain radiosurgery to New York and body radiosurgery to America. Meet Dr. Lederman, breast-conserving therapy over decades. 1384 Broadway at 38th. Call 212-CHOICES. 212-CHOICES about breast cancer treatment. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted. For a fresh second opinion, call Dr. Lederman. Breast cancer treatment, call 212-CHOICES. 212-CHOICES. Call Dr. Lederman today. 212-CHOICES. So let's talk about nursing and how important nursing is to all of us who, um, let's face it, have some medical issues. You, you deal with the doctor for 10 minutes and you deal with the nurse for the next 10 hours. How do you become a nurse? Well, it's the same way you become a court reporter. You ask the folks at Plaza College. They've been around since 1916. And besides the School of Court Reporting, they have four other schools, including their new School of Nursing. It's an accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program that can be completed in just 16 months. Students complete their curriculum in the new Center for Healthcare Simulation on Plaza's campus and within the best hospital systems in New York City. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It is incredible. If you want additional information regarding the programs I just mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or their School of Allied Health, just visit their website at plazacollege.edu. That's plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins. Suffering an injury in an accident can be a life-changing experience. Whether you've been involved in a car accident, a construction site accident, a slip and fall, or injured because of someone else's negligence, we can help. Our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you are owed. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you have been injured because of someone else's negligence, you have legal rights and may be entitled to significant money to compensate you for your pain and suffering. Hiring the right attorney is important. The combined experience of the lawyers at Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins will be able to lead you through the personal injury lawsuit process and aggressively fight for the best result. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at idalalaw.com. Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins, fighting for justice, fighting for you well you know what i did when i got out of the shower today right i dried myself off and i put my hemp leaf shea butter all over me um but especially around my face under my eyes those crow's feet things on the corner of my eyes you know i'm not into getting all these shots in my head like other people are getting this botox filler stuff i'm just using the hemp leaf products because they are all natural botanical products manufactured right here in Long Island. They're vegan-friendly. They're cruelty-free. I do the shower with the black soap. Then I use one of their shea butters. I pick, you know, depending on the mood that I'm in, I'll pick one of the scents. Sometimes it's whipped butter. Sometimes it's regular butter. Um, and I 
slather that all over me. Um, I worked out a little bit this weekend. They have that icy pot, icy, icy pot, P-O-T, icy pot. It's just like a a muscle rub that uh, eases your tired and strained muscles. And for the young ladies, there's the heel ixer which you put on your feet after you get out from work, take off those heels, put it on your heel, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, wake up, and your heels are all repaired. How do you find out about all this stuff? You go to www.hempleaf.com. That's www.h-e-m-p-l-i-e-f.com. And at checkout, mention the name Arthur, and you'll get 10% off. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Well, that was nice having Megan Kelly on. Special treat. Thank you to Joni, who's also not by her microphone. Joni, you want to you say? I'm back. I'm back. Thank you. Yeah. That was awesome. That was, you know, that's what you do when it's breaking news. You call the source. What what ticks me off about myself is I wanted to talk to her about Newsmax. They have to be thrilled about all of this. All right, Joan, get her Greg back. Kelly get get, get Megan back on the line. I don't think I don't think Joni's going to be able to get <laughs> Megan back on the line to ask her the question. Let me I'll, let me go into lawyer mode. One of the worst feelings after you're on trial, after your opening or your cross-examination, even a direct examination or your summation is like you sit down and you're like, shoot! You actually say something worse than shoot. You actually did that too. And you're like, I forgot. Yeah, I did that here. I was like, damn, I wanted to ask her about Newsmax. Uh, because, you know, Newsmax is like baby fox and they're trying to arrange their way up and they have to be, they got to be really, really happy about this. A lot of people are probably News Nation is as well. Um who knows? Any, Maybe any, he'll end up on news. Anyone who's uh, yeah, you're right. You you never know. You not. I mean, the thing is, is what Megan was talking about is how much money Tucker could make in the world of podcasting and all that. I don't think News Nation is in a position to hand over that kind of money, but I guess he could do a little bit of both. I don't know. We will. We will see. Um, you know, regarding Don Lemon, I I reached out to a couple of my friends in the industry. And it's interesting, like Megan said, that they would tell at Fox, they would tell the talent directly, but it really is a balance. Like it would probably be like a dual path, parallel path, because believe it or not, the way the business works, one agent may have like eight talents, five talents. So they show a lot of respect to the agent. So I don't think they would go in and tell Don Lemon, you're fired without giving his agent a heads up. Now they may tell the agent first and say, "Listen, we you know we owe Don the respect to tell him he's out, but uh, you know we want to tell him first. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the the art of it all is to make sure that both guys aren't or men, women, whoever aren't ticked off, uh, meaning the agent and the talent. I was not. I mean, Megan left. Uh, Fox and NBC. I, you know, I'm not at a point in my career here, my journalistic career, to ask her. You know, well, what, how'd you guys do it? But I believe both of them; those were both negotiated exits. Uh, I know Fox's was. Um, 
And I think NBC was probably like, yeah, Meg, I don't think this is working out. But, um, you know, in the world of media, this is a big deal. Um, let's see, what time is it? Okay, so we got a whole other segment to go. Um, I want to tell you a little bit about the Inner Circle, where I was on Saturday night, which was a very, very special night for my family and I. Um, and um, I talked to you a little bit about me strolling around Manhattan. I was here Saturday morning early and what that was like. So, um, you know, we'll wrap up on Monday. And I think Lauren Fix is going to come in and say a quick, quick hello. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You're listening to Salem Radio here in New York, uh, the tri-state area, AM 970, The Answer, AM 570, The Mission. And we're asking you if you can help us change the world. Uh, how do we do that? We partner with Food for the Poor to feed those who are hungry. And my friend Anitra is back from Food for the Poor. Anitra, where are we sending these uh, gifts? To the most impoverished countries in our hemisphere. We're talking about Latin America, the Caribbean, places like Haiti, Honduras, Guatemala, where mothers and fathers have no way to feed their children. They're begging God for one meal, and your gift is going to give them a year's worth of meals. Here's that phone number, 855-919-4673. That's 855-919-4673. Or click on the banner at the top of the page on am970theanswer.com. You guys listen to Joe Piscopo every morning. He's got a spectacular morning show with great guests. It's informative, but overall, it's so great because of Joe himself. He's just a great, great guy. Well, if you want to spend some time with Joe, we have a special opportunity because Joe is going to Italy. That's right, Italy. Italy and Sicily. I mean, Sicily is technically a part of Italy, but you get the picture. Three nights in Rome, you're going to go all the important sites with a tour guide. So it's not like you're just strolling into the Vatican and the Colosseum in the Forum. You're going to be with people from the Perillo Tour who they're going to educate you and, and really turn your brain inside and out because they're going to give you facts and, and statistics and all kinds of stuff that you wouldn't get on your own. You're going to go to dinner one night and Joe's going to put on a special performance, which is great. Then you're going to fly to Sicily. You're going to go to Taromina. You're going to go to Fort Diagro, Savoca. You're going to see the famous bar, Bar Vitelli, where Michael Corleone asked Apollonia's father for her hand in marriage. Then you're going to go to Manetna and have a wine tasting there. Then to Palermo for three more nights, and I love all the towns around Palermo. Rome, Sicily, what a great customized trip. October 18th to October 28th. And remember, a Perillo tour is a stress-free, escorted vacation where you don't lift a finger. How do you do it? You call 1-800-431-1515, 1-800-431-1515, or go to perillotours.com. <laughs> Corp sheds $962 million in market value after announcing Tucker Carlson is leaving the news network. Heavy. Well, if you need somewhere to find $962 million, you could just borrow it from our next guest, the one and the only Lauren Fix. What's up, GG? Oh, my God. That's hysterical. Well, yeah, Rupert may need was, Rupert needs $962 million. What do you got, Laura? You got a few bucks? Look at me. 
No, maybe $2, <laughs> but honestly, I wouldn't give him a nickel because I think it was the dumbest move on the planet. But I guarantee it was part of their settlement and they're just not going to disclose it. And I'm not an attorney. So. Wow. Really? No, that's the a, only reason a, why. My guess is it's part of the settlement that they got a huge cut in what they thought they were going to pay. They didn't want to take it to court. They didn't want to put a 92-year-old guy in the stand and drag in all of their hosts and everything and make it a big, drawn-out news story. So they settled. And part of that, I'm guessing there is more to drop. Bongino left on Friday. Tucker left today. My guess, Hannity, Laura, Maria are next. I may be wrong, but that's my crystal ball. Yeah. I, pff, wow. Mm. Okay, Laura, Lauren Fix, the automobile guru, is is giving yeah. her a little you insight. Asked. You started it. No, no, no. I'm with you. I'm, I got no issues with it. I, I uh, wow, that would. I, I didn't even think that about would that. Destroy the network. Just. Just well, that, well, that's that that's my point, done. though, Laura. Like, in other words, if they're going to destroy the network, like, why would they do it on Dominion's terms? Why wouldn't they just, you know, know. ride Maybe it out? There's more to than meets the eye that we don't know, because that's a lot of times, like, you know, you're an attorney. People will tell you something, whether it's car related or otherwise, and you find out later and go, well, that's not what you said. So we'll right. find out soon enough. We'll find so, out and then we'll know. <laughs> Lauren, did you test drive any? But now that we're we're now that Fox is over with and it's it's underwater, <laughs> and they're they're out a billion dollars. I, I was on the network a few weeks ago. Maybe I won't be again after this, right? Well, you never well, know. Well, you never know. Maybe the Intermediate's lawsuit. They said, and no more Lauren Fix either. Um, <laughs> I don't think I don't think I'm a threat. <laughs> I don't talk about that subject. But so uh, tell no, me what you are talking about. Tell me about the car industry. What's right. going on? lot going on. Uh, I just posted some interesting information and reviews on my Car Coach Reports channel, which is on YouTube. Uh, one of them will be going up tomorrow on battery recycling for electric cars, because I think a lot of people are like, eh, they're not really sure. But there is one company that seems to be making some headway, but that doesn't mean they can handle everything. Uh, in addition to that, um, I've got a story that came up about that's actually posting at an hour from now, unbelievable facts about electric cars that people aren't talking about. Uh, and then last night I posted something that got caught on fire as far as people went crazy and want to know about it. Car prices are too high. And, and I uncover why and that dealers are really upset about this because it's hurting everybody. And it's just interesting to know what's going on as this big EV agenda is continually pushed. But uh, I have driven some interesting hybrid cars. I'm just returning tomorrow a Lexus ES300H. So this is an F Sports. You get everything you want in 44 miles to the gallon. That's pretty good for yeah, a car that's, that's 40 is that a nice. Is that a plug-in hybrid or a regenerative hybrid? It's just a regenerative hybrid. It's just something okay. you can drive it and enjoy it. And it's an F Sport, so it's going to have more power. Uh, the base price is forty three thousand. Test the test vehicle I had was fifty four. It's fully loaded, but you don't have to buy things fully loaded. An interesting hybrid that I just posted the review on Sunday was the new twenty twenty three Toyota Corolla Cross Hybrid. So this is a compact SUV, very stylish. It is not a plug in, but you're getting everything you think of Prius. You think of a Corolla that's hybrid, and it gets over forty two miles to the gallon as well. But the price on this starts at 27000 So you don't have, you can have an electric driving range if you're just cruising around town, got to run some errands. Maybe you're not going to drive aggressively. You can do it on the electric mode. So, and that's pretty cool because it's a regen. 
versus being a plug-in and you get the best of both worlds. And it's yep. something for people to consider. And it's a Toyota, so it's going to last forever. Well, everyone um, who listens to this show knows that uh, you're much more of a fan of a hybrid than a pure electric. Well, I, you know, I've driven them all. I've driven a lot of plug-ins as well. Uh, recently, I posted a review on a Volvo that was plug-in and gas. So you get the best of both. It's an XC90 recharge, so it's an e-all-wheel drive. So it's electronic all-wheel drive. And it has like 53 miles of range, which is pretty good. But it is all luxury. It is more expensive. But I, they did a great job with the styling and the price point. I, I think when you're looking at what your options are, you really need to go and drive everything. Whether it's um, a GV80 electric, a GV70 electric, you know, maybe you want the combination of both. You can use it for driving around town on electric. And then get on the highway and go as far as you want and fill up with fuel. That's the, I think that's the best answer for most people because unless you're just cruising around town and you never leave unless you get on a plane or a train, this is one of the options. But if you want all electric, there's tons of options out there. Um, and I drive all of them. So, well, so Lauren, just give, them, give, everyone, give everyone your, uh, your website again so they can go check it out on your okay. YouTube channel. It's, yeah, Sure, it's Car Coach Reports on YouTube. All social media is at Lauren Fix, and that's literally pick the social media on there. And if you're thinking, boy, I'd like to get this content in Spanish, we also offer that on our website, which is at carcoachreports.com. It's English and Spanish. We have multiple contributors, great content. We provide content to Newsmax, the Weather Channel, and a bunch of other outlets. So you might find me just about anywhere. All right. There you go, folks. Here on the Author Idola Power Hour, you have Lauren Fix. Thanks, Lauren. Have a great week. We appreciate you. Thank you. Take care. All right. Well, uh, what a day. Um, before I, I run out of time, I do want to talk about this past Saturday night, since this is a New York City show. Um, and I want to give a special shout out to my friend Beth Karras. She is the business manager of a, a, a charity called The Inner Circle. And The Inner Circle uh, is an organization that this was their, they're celebrating their 100th year. And it was formed out of what's called Room 9. Room 9 is the room inside of City Hall where all the reporters sit. And back in the day, when I say back in the day, the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, up until maybe probably somewhere in the Bloomberg administration, um, you know, because having nothing to do with Bloomberg, the technology exploded. So there used to be all newspapers. I think there were nine newspapers back in the day. My grandfather, Artie Idala, wrote for the Daily Mirror, and he had his own column called You Said It by Artie Idala. But he did a lot of other stuff besides that one column where he'd go out on the street, he'd have a question of the day, he'd ask the people the question, he'd write it down, he'd take a picture of them. That would be in there as well um, at times. So he was a member of this charity, and in recognition of their hundredth, and I've been so I've been going to this like it's a show that the um, journalists put on, basically spoofing on City Hall and Albany. They do it in two acts, and then the mayor comes on and he does a rebuttal. And the um, it's been going on forever. It used to be a lot more wild than it is, but it is a room of who's who in New York City. And I've been blessed through my father and my grandfather. I've been going there for many, many years since Koch was the mayor. Um, and, uh, you know, it's kind of like I, it was a very special night. They, they, because it was my grandfather was a member and I took out an ad in the journal with his picture and I did a whole immemorial, uh, they 
sat me with it was me, De Blasio, um, me, De Blasio, Tish James, uh, Jamani Williams, Adrian Adams, the Speaker of the City Council, Jamani Williams, the public advocate, um, Brad Lander, the the controller. It was you know it was a real who's who table, and me and Dave Schwartz and Imran for the three guys, three of us from the law firm. Then they, they spoke about me from stage. They spoke about my grandfather and how, you know, his dedication to the inner circle. It was a real, real, real special night. It was a lot of fun. Tish James was absolutely hysterical. Bill de Blasio fooled all of us and snuck on stage and wound up performing. And he did a great job. He was very self-deprecating uh, about his time in office and what he's going to do next. It was a very special New York City night. Um, I was bouncing around the city this past Saturday morning very early because I had to do some legal work. And, look, I don't know the numbers Tom Harris does, but um, the city was really alive at, at 9.30 in the morning on a Saturday morning. I mean, it was, there were people everywhere here on Fifth Avenue, Madison Avenue. Um, I know there was a special event on Broadway that was very well attended. Joni was there. Um you know, the city is doing well. Aaron Rodgers, welcome to the Jets. Welcome to New York. Um, every team since, I think, September till now made it into the playoffs except the Jets. The basketball teams, the, bas- the baseball teams, uh, the hockey teams, and the New York Giants all made it into the playoffs except for the Jets. And I'm always rooting for the Jets. So let's go, Jets. I have to go be a lawyer. Uh, for the next couple of days. So I'm not going to be able to be here. I'm going to be out of town and unable to broadcast. But between Joni and Sam Bolin and Alex, and we're going to have a couple of special guest hosts who will be holding down the fort. Um, maybe we'll hang out together on Friday. So you guys have a great week. I'll be working hard doing the lawyering thing. Thanks for coming on the show. We loved having Megan Kelly on. And um, have a great week. I'll talk to you real soon. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC.